adventures in time and space, transcribed in future National Broadcasting Company, in cooperation with Reed and Smith, publishers of astounding science fiction, brings you Dimension X. <laughs> on a high hill in Samoa, there is a grave inscribed on the marker of these words. Under the wide and starry sky, dig my grave and let me lie. Gladly did I live and gladly die, and I lay me down with a will. This be the verse you grave for me. Here he lies very long to be. Home is the sailor, home from the sea, and the hunter, home from the hill. These lines appear another place. Scrawled on a shipping tag from a compressed air container and pinned to the ground with a knife. Flags and bunting drooped in the gray afternoon, and the pitchmen seemed discouraged. A large black cabriolet limousine stood at the side of the road, 32 cylinders purring quietly, and over the dust and the clatter of a fair, a bullhorn blasted its highest pitch. Confounded buffalo roll off my legs. Get it off. Just a minute, sir. I'll help you. Let go of me. Of course, sir. Yep. But they watch your head on the door, sir. I'm sorry, sir. Yeah. That's the ship. Rotten old cub. Single jet type of fractional midwit controls. Stay here, Henry. I'm going over. Yeah. 
देखें
Mom. The moon? Fair enough. Why don't you be quiet with me? Oh, take chance. Well, why not? Take a chance. Not now, anyway. Someday I will. What? Quiet on the moon. Sure, sure. Come on now, Dell. Inside. Way past the bedtime. Then Yerkes Observatory. That's what I wanted. But I didn't get it. You see, Dell, Dad and I wanted you to go to college. We planned it. We saved for it. But with your dad gone and the girls growing up, I just can't manage it. The insurance won't cover us, and it's getting harder to make ends meet. You've been a good boy, Dell, and worked hard to make out. You'll understand. And I understood. And I worked. Stock boy at the old Ford Point in Detroit. Accountant. Credit manager for a mail order house. And then New York. Wall Street. And then transportation. The monorail line between New York and Chicago. The Atlantic Pressure Tunnel. And then Harriman Rockets. Dell. Dell, I want to talk to you. But I'm working, Charlotte. Talk to me now, Dale, or you may not get another chance. What is? Fred Lockerbie. You've sold out again? I won the business shot. Well, I'm fed up. I have to hear. I married you because I love you. I still love you, but I'm fed up. Now, what is it, Charlotte? Well, that's long ago, Dale. I'm tired. I'm not asking for millions, just a little life for the two of us. I'll pull the money out. I know you will. Twenty hours a day on benzene to stay awake and kneel Barbara told to sleep. Oh, Dell, I can't stop you from doing this to yourself, but I won't let you do it to me. I didn't know about the divorce for a month. I lost the papers under a stack of blueprints and stopped the prospectus. Here's the news flash, Dell. Strato rocket reaches Paris. We've got the franchise lined up. The House Committee is solid. The Federal Rocket Commission is okay. The next step is the moon craft. Sure, sure. Look, Dell, if we cut the freight rate on the tunnel, we could... I'm serious, Fred. The next step is the moon. Dell, you've been riding that joke for years. It's no joke, Fred. I've signed a $4 million research contract with National Fission Corporation and guaranteed the next two years' output of the Brookhaven Atomic Energy Institute. Dell, you couldn't. That's every liquid asset we have. You can't do that on your own initiative. I have, and the board will back me up. Fred, we're going to the moon. It took two fraudulent bankruptcies and an investigation by the Securities and Exchange Commission before we did it. There were three injunctions on the rocket before it lasted off. I was going on the second trip, but my considerate board served a court order on me. You can't go, Dell. Fred, I'll break you if it's the last thing You've I... got a bad heart. That's no secret. If you die out there, the whole card house comes down. We've got an equity in this corporation, and we're going to see it protected. You've sucked us in on this wild scheme, and now that it's paid off, you're going to sit right down here on Earth and see that the dividends come out on time. You're not going to the moon, Dell. Forget it. I never went. 
time my lawyers shook off the restraining orders, the first cargo rocket had crashed into the Pacific, and Congress rushed through the Space Precautionary Act. My heart was earthbound, but now I'm moved. But I will not die until I have set foot on the moon. There, Captain McIntyre. You ask why I want to go to the moon? Well? You'll find a ship, Mr. Harriman. I'll drive her. You'll get to the moon. You heard me. Sell out my holdings. I want every share I own realized in cash as soon as possible. But it'll depress the market, sir. You won't realize the full value of your holdings. Don't you think I know that? I was juggling stock before you were born. I can afford to take the loss. Yes, sir. Oh, uh, Mr. Harriman, there are two men outside. Who are they? Uh, Captain McIntyre and a Mr. Schwartz. Well, send them in, Henry. What are you waiting for? Yes, of course, I Uh, this way, gentlemen. Mr. Harris. <laughs> Captain Magenta, glad to see you. And Mr. Schwartz, come right in. Thanks. You weren't uh, kidding about that job for us, were you? Certainly not. You're not backing out on me, are you? No, no, we uh, we need the job. Yeah, our ship is lying in the middle of the Osage River with her jet split open like a herring. You weren't hurt, were you? Sprains and bruises, that's all. We jumped. I caught a catfish with my bare teeth. It's all right. Then we can get on to business. I'll have contracts drawn up for you. You two will have to find me a ship. I can't do it openly. My dear board of directors will find out and slap a court order on me. But uh, we can't get credit. Don't worry. I'll supply the cash in advance. Pick some ship that can be fitted for the jump. A scuttle yacht. Uh, move to a piece of desert. I'll find the stuff and buy it. You mean fitter out there? Yes, we'll install extra fuel tanks, change the injectors and timers for space flight. Spend all the money you want. I'll see that you get it. One hundred thirty-two shares of Apex holding at sixty percent of par. Check. Fifty-two preferred of Spaceways fuel, fifty percent of par. Check. And. That is the list. Uh, Mr. Harriman, there's a process server outside. What is it? I don't know, sir, but I think it's a subpoena. I was expecting that. Henry, get Mr. Cammons on the phone. Yes, sir. I think it's time for my lawyer. that the petitioners 
believe that my client should conduct his affairs in such a way as to ensure that his nephews, nieces, and their issue will be supported in unearned luxury the rest of their lives. Like vultures, they depend on it. Now, while it is true that he has sold his holdings, is it strange that an elderly man should wish to retire? We pray this court will confirm my client in his right to do what he likes with his own. Deny this petition and send these meddlers about their business. Well, Clemens, he reserved judgment till tomorrow. Which way is the cat going to jump? Well, Judge Embry is a strange one, Dale. He assured me he has a higher regard for personal liberty and then added that any action he took would be in your interest. But he did say that men do become senile and must be protected. Senile? He might rule against me. Yes, Dale. He might. Eccentric millionaire disappeared. <laughs> Are you eccentric, Mr. Harriman? Well, they used to call me crazy. It depends on your credit rating. A bench warrant under contempt proceedings has been issued. They won't find me out here. How's the work going, Charlie? Well, my end's in pretty good shape. We finished the second pressure test on the new tanks and fuel lines today. The ground tests are all done except the calibrations. Take about four hours unless I run into bugs. How about supplies? Food and water on board, three vacuum suits, a spare, and service kit. I'm short navigation equipment, but give me a sextant and I'll get you down on the moon at any spot you name. Just from a general knowledge of relative speeds and orbit. All right, Columbus. We know you can hit the floor with your hat. Are you ready to go? My nephews will have detectives out looking for me. Well, I could run those calibration tests tonight. Take till midnight. After that, it's up to the Commodore here. Yeah. There she is, Miss Harriman. That's the job that'll take you to the moon. It's a good job. I... Uh... Hey, stop the car. Charlie's up. Look at... Where's his medicine? His breast pocket. Break the glass. All right. Hold it under his nose. It's lousy. murder. He'll never stand up on his initial acceleration. Maybe not, but it's what he wants to do. Get that ship ready to fly. Conspiracy to violate the Space Precautionary Act. 
Uh, you, uh, you, I suppose you're uh, Charles Schwartz, huh? Yeah. Well, I got one for you, too. Thanks. And a man named Harriman. Got a court order to put seals on your spaceship. We haven't got any spaceship. What are you doing, kidding me? What's that, a kitty car? It's not a yacht. Oh, yeah? Well, if it seals on it, the spaceship shows up. Now, come on, where's Harriman? Uh, in the shed. Over there. What shed are you talking oh. The one I broke playing football. I'm always hurting that thing. Charlie, we've got to hurry. Get Pop into the cabin and strap him into his hammock. Right. So long, deputy. Oh, my nothing. She's warm, Charlie. Everything set back there? How do I know? I didn't have time to run tests. So, you all right, Mr. Herman? I think so. These straps are tight. Have to be when we blast off. All set, Charlie. Give me control. Check. Press key. One bank. Check. Two bank. There's an auxiliary off. We don't need it. All right, boy, hang on. Let's go. You better stay in your hammock. I'll uh, loosen the straps a little. Uh, uh, what is it? Nothing. It'll just go easy on that side. Pop, you ain't fooling me, man. You got a couple of busted ribs. Well, there isn't much I can do until we ground. You take a Neo Barbatol and I'll wake you when we cut jets. No. No, no. I'll stay awake. Okay. Just you stay Is a drum. She handles nice. How's Pop? Alive. But he's in bad shape. How bad? Cracked a couple of ribs in the takeoff. You better set it down awful easy if you want him alive. I'll make a full swing around the moon and ease her in on an approach curve. It'll go fine. If we've got enough fuel. Somebody was calling me. I, I must have been asleep. I swung your hammock around. They're breaking out. There she is, ahead. The moon. I've seen a thousand photographs. There. there. That's Copernicus. Tycho. The new Minerva Mine Stone. You know it all right, Pop. Where are you landing? Ari Embrium. Between Aristotle and Archimedes. That's about 40 miles from Luna City, isn't it? Sure, sure. It won't be easy landing with a ground approach uh, radar, will it? I've done it before. Not without a second pilot to punch the statometer. <laughs> Pop, you ought to have a mate ticket. You know the whole routine. You must have really studied up. Yes, that's all I could do. Study till now. Oh, look at her. The moon. I feel as if I were coming home. Yeah. Golly. Yo. 
Taking a wind. Cutting full power. Make it good, Mac. Pop can't take a rough one. Shut up and give me the power. I'll do my best. Okay. Got to meet a setting punch. Hang on. Here we go. Landing, Mac. Started me to drift. How's our passenger? Quiet. I look. I wouldn't make any bets. That landing stuff. Will you shut up? I did my best. The pop. He's alive. Blood on his mouth. Take it easy, pop. We're down. Where? Take it easy. Vacuum suits. Where are they? Now steady, pop. Steady. You can't go out there yet. Got to give us some first aid. Get me that suit. What do you think, Mac? Might as well get his suit out of the locker. Use the big one. He'll be more comfortable. Okay, Pop. Easy now. Hold it. Hold it. Feel those zippers, Charlie. All right, now. Take it easy. All right, the helmet. Your diaphragm set? Check. Air valve? Set. Lift it on up. Don't hit him. There. All right. Come on, Charlie. Let's get into our suits and we'll carry him out the lock. I wouldn't take care of myself. 
by the National Broadcasting Company in cooperation with Street and Smith, publishers of the magazine Astounding Science Fiction. Today, Dimension X has presented Requiem, written for radio by Ernest Canoy from the story by Robert Heinlein. Featured in the cast were Rod Hendrickson as Harriman, Bill Quinn as McIntyre, and Owen Jordan as Charlie. <laughs> 